All right, welcome to another episode of the Streaking Lawn Podcast, a, a special, sad, but happy episode of the Streaking Lawn Podcast. Once again, my name is Pierce, and once again, for now, Caroline is with me. Hello, Darns. How are you? Hi. I'm Hi. good. Hey. hey. It makes it sound like I'm dying. I'm not dying. Yeah. <laughs> We're killing you <laughs> off. This is you like, were- the, yeah, this is my, I don't know, what is a good like TV comparison? Um, For those that haven't followed, this is my last official streaking along podcast as a regular um I'm you'll be taking, interloping if you're taking, yeah if be. i show up it'll be completely mm. like one of those like surprise ones like, pop into a zoom yeah um but yeah if i uh recently took a position with usa today for the win standing up their new bet for the win site um which is super exciting and scary and lets me use my degrees which is exciting because i've spent a lot of time you have a degree studying. in gambling I do, yeah. Nope, that's not accurate at all. Uh, but yeah, so. so over under wins for the Lions was five and a half. I'm I'm thinking under. I'm thinking under. Do they have all a kicker right. yet? No kickers. You don't need kickers. kickers. They just take up roster spots. They just is that like a promotion throughout the season? They're like yeah. a fan can come they're, on down. They're running it like a fantasy team. They're just streaming the waiver wire every week. <laughs> waiver wire, which is not oh bad God, fantasy. Love that fantasy advice but yeah probably bad real life advice anyway i've completely derailed this but congrats (laughs) caroline on the uh, next steps um zach's here as well we haven't said hello to zach yet so let's say hi to zach zach thanks for um all the weight of of darns is uh carrying of this podcast falls on you now so uh get get ready and get excited dear listeners for that but we will and get a dog so that it can randomly oh, yeah, with, yeah, with yeah, parking yeah. and or plastic chewing um if you oh, could gosh. plug your computer in um to start every episode so that pierce has to remind you to unplug it so there's no buzzing yeah. noises if these I are all were, just the trade if right, i were yeah. like a paid producer and this was my my gig i could have gone through a whole highlight reel <laughs> <laughs> We could have edited some sappy music. Minutes, so. over, oh, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> over top of Caroline to passionately defending Kihei. <laughs> Just saying, like, he's such a nice guy. About, like, different an angel. <laughs> um, but oh, I, this man. isn't my day job, so I'm not doing that. We're just we're, we we're just got it. We just got a little just, taste of it. We're gonna right make there. jokes about things I would do if I worked hard. All right, here we go. <laughs> classic streaking on format we will have a, a special segment uh towards the end of the episode to to send off caroline until she inevitably comes back in a couple yeah. weeks to talk Creeps. about her next week right yeah i couldn't stay away special guest um <laughs> but a lot a lot to talk about because football season has has started Week one has come and gone. The Who's are one and oh. Uh, and and plenty, I think, that we could dissect, uh, really dig into for from this William and Mary game, which is interesting because it's also sort of an opponent and an approach that there isn't a lot of shakeup. You know, there's not a lot too interesting about beating the crap out of them on the scoreboard on paper but i think the first point I, w- I would make is that there was a slow start to the game at least offensively and on my part and certainly on the part of a lot of people listening a lot of scratching the head of to to certain offensive uh 
uh, style or, or, or play calling or just uh, the strategy of getting the ball at as many quarterbacks hands <laughs> as possible. Um, our dear friend, Mr. Hawkins out there, if you if you do listen and, and, and we want to tweet about this said, yeah, they weren't lining all up as quarterbacks though, which is correct. More than one was because Armstead was taking quarterback snaps, not just in garbage time too, but uh, you know, a, a whole lot going on with a lot of the depth chart. I'm not saying I'm against the football players. Now we have f- two football players on the yeah. depth chart. Um, I, I am a fan of giving the ball to Keaton for sure. And, and Rodriguez showed that, um, you know, there's, there's plenty to be excited about from uh, the freshman there. So, you know, Caroline in this first quarter, the points are getting on the board. What were you thinking? And did, oh, wow. you know, like, yeah, maybe it was not as uh, pessimistic as me or as frustrated as me, but, but what, how do you, how do you approach like this is game one, just run the ball. Like, it helped being at a wedding with an open bar for that. First right. 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 So, I like, It'll up. be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. Uh, but no, I think you're like, the I'm curious. So I, one thing I will say is like we need we as a joint like the fan base. Mm-hmm. I think we need to stop referring to Keaton as a quarterback. So they only played sure. three quarterbacks. Yeah. They he's not a no. quarterback anymore. I like he might be listed as QB slash wide receiver, <laughs> like whatever. And I think that's because he came in as one. But we knew ahead of time that he was going to be used like that. Like that's yeah. The only real not surprise, surprise to me. Yeah. yeah. The only real surprise to me was Jacob Rodriguez getting right. just a few carries and in looking at the whole thing together the fact that brennan was not in any way whatsoever the lead rusher in either mm-hmm. like attempts or yards makes mm-hmm. me very happy i mm-hmm. think that the the i do understand where it's kind of like you hear and i wrote several pieces about like how confident they are in the running game if you then see that handed to a football the football player like okay yeah. are you actually that confident in the in the run game or in i am waiting to fully panic or wring my hands or say that an eye is getting too cute like until it's like i want to see what happened i don't want, like no offense william and mary but this is a chance like you haven't played a game with a full preseason the full you're coming off that weird covid season you're trying to figure out your pieces like yeah let's get weird like what's the is it really going to be that much of a and i just think it took brennan a couple beats and the wide receivers took a couple beats there were some drops that you know looking back at it that later in the game they made those plays so that's good you know and so for the first quarter i'm like i will give you coming off of covid year first game rust like i'm sure the emotions had to be yeah like through the roof a ton of fans the atmosphere seemed incredible for sure like in general like yes i understand the i still have the pause where it's like oh covid uh to their credit you know like the students all have to be vaccinated so that's like you know and it is what it is. Um, so, but it was like to feel a little bit normal. I think it had to be a bit jarring for the players to start. Yeah. And the, I thought Brennan ended up playing a great game. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I was going to throw in the, if he connects on, he, he overshot, uh, I forget if it was Henry or, or Starling um, yeah. early on yeah. a, a wide either yep. the receiver was wide open if he connects on that and not Brennan to have a bad game but if, no. if he connects on that we're not having this conversation yeah. the framing of the first quarter is totally different yes. and he actually after missing that throw looked really sharp on a few really tough throws in a row later in the yeah. 
uh, quarter. It just didn't amount to any points on the road. So Zach, uh, you know, sort of same question to you, but maybe in the frame of also, and I'm not here to dog on William and Mary, but they're bad, you know, like, like this isn't a good FCS team that at least what I saw in yeah. week, maybe in Virginia's week just one. that good. Pierce, nah, I doubt it, but you know, I'm not, I don't think Virginia's bad. I think we're good, but like, I don't think William Mary was bringing the same level of competition um, that, that, that they have in years past too. So right. in that vein, same question to you, Zach, what I mean, are you feeling in that? Yeah. I mean, start? it's hard it's hard to take a lot of takeaways. I think you just have to say Brennan looked good. Brennan looked comfortable as sort of the, the sort of, I don't know, mantra has been all off season. It seems like he's sort of everything slowed down and he's speeding up. I think that's what Bronco said in mm-hmm. the post game. Um, and so you had to be happy with, with Brennan being comfortable. I think you say, what the heck and you try and run some crazy stuff with your various quarterbacks, football players, just to see what works and what doesn't and what you mm-hmm. like and what you don't like. And then you, hopefully trust that Anai is going to get back to actually, you know, some more traditional football schemes. I, you know, it doesn't hurt though to, to sort of have some wrinkles up your sleeve and it is college football. It's not, it doesn't have to be, you know, running up the middle every play. Um, sure. Obviously you, with, with the offensive line we have, you yeah. know, I, I assume what they looked at and they saw, as I said, this, our offensive line can absolutely obliterate William and Mary. We know this, we don't need them to get, you know, these traditional running back reps. Let's see what we can do elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And if it works, okay, we don't really know because it's William and Mary, but at least we've done it. And then, you know, they trust that this veteran group of offensive linemen is going to be able to do what they're able to do. And obviously the running backs are a question mark and we want to get them touches and we want to see what everyone is capable of. We know what Wayne is yeah. capable of, but you know, we want to see the entire group um, going at it. But I, I don't think you can complain. I think it's just, you know, they were trying some things. Some things didn't work on short yardage downs. That's um, true. Yeah. I mean, but, that was, you know, yeah. Like, I mean, hopefully when it's, you know, fourth and one, third and one, we're just going to give Wayne the ball <laughs> right. a little bit more. All right. Well, um, and, and I liked, I mean, yeah, I know there was the one uh, miscommunication or, or yeah. just fumble or whatever with Rodriguez. Um, you know, he looked good out there otherwise right. with the ball, but I, it's still hard to convince me to feel not like complaining (laughs) that he had more carries than Hollins and Ronnie Walker combined. Like, I know it's just one game. I just hope that's not going to be the case further on. Cause it sort of seems like the perfect game to get some run for Mike Collins who missed last year for COVID who Ronnie Walker is, you know, this transfer who, who didn't get a ton of run last year. Like, like get the three of them with Talapapa going yeah. against a team that you can push around. Instead we went like, well, let's see, <laughs> let's see how many football players on the depth chart we, we can, you know, I, it worked. Can I, they can scored I add points. This is going to shock you. Is like kind of, I don't know if it's like optimistically crazy. I look at the roster and like where I wish, like, I'm like, oh, I wish, you know, I look at the box score and I'm like, I wish, so I wish Mike Collins had gotten more carries. And like maybe, yes, I take one or two away from Armstead, but they, they maxed out at five. Like the most rushes for any one guy other than Brennan was five. So it, uh-huh. it's again like, I don't know if it was because what I'm saying the, it, for me, I'm starting to think about I'm like, 
do they have a little bit on the offense this year of a lacrosse problem, which is there's mm-hmm. a lot of dudes that we think that can do things and that yeah. can make plays. Yeah. How do we see as not, cause if we take something away from someone, we have to give it to someone else. Right. Like, right. cause I'm like, Oh, I wanted to see more Jelani woods, but right. I but mean, that, that was that a huge story after this. Is that just because the way that it worked out and this might be literally trying to get as many guys touches game reps, like that they wanted to fit into stuff based on how much they thought they'd have the ball and the opportunities in this game to get that game experience. Whereas then they kind of tailor it down to things. Yeah. If you take the catches away from, or if you give, if you give receptions or attempts to Jelani Woods, you've got to take them away from Henry or Starling or whatever, anyone else that we think is like, right. Oh, well then. And then we'll be saying the opposite, I guess. Is what I'm well, saying. I think it's, I wanted it's to see more from so-and-so. It's it, Keaton's the focal point of this yeah. offense. I mean, yeah. you know, again, it's, it's still early, but he had the most receptions um, and he had just one fewer rushing attempt than Talapapa. Um, so I, I'm fine with that. Keaton's a, a heck of a player and, and can, you know, it brings something special for sure. But like you said, uh, darns, it's too many mouths to feed. And my inclination is to be like, arms what's going to be more successful against miami against virginia tech against unc i don't think it's armstead on a qb run you know as i do think it would be working with our strength at a power running game potentially i'm probably wrong but that's how i I feel i think you look at you look at the illinois game and you just you just look at these next couple of weeks because this is william and mary and no one knows what the heck is going on you know what I mean? Like, like to a certain extent, yeah. you just have to shrug your shoulders. Let's see you know, how like, the next one goes. You. Yeah. Right. And, and it could they, be totally if, different knowing an eye. Right. You know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You're just, I mean, on. like, frankly, we don't know week to week. Like, that's one thing is like, as you said, knowing an eye, things change and they change yeah. fast. And maybe he's doing all this so that there's no game film of how they're going to attack Carolina. <laughs> exactly. We can win 43 nothing with Jacob Rodriguez. Although, as our, you know, yeah. I'm going to put it out there. I don't think Carolina is a big film watching coaching staff and uh, uh, preparing for the game type of coaching staff. So watch out. They're going to beat us by 30, but whatever. I saw someone in a UNC shirt walking around grounds today, a student. And I just. Was it Pierce? Anyway, so. Oh, no, he's not a student. <laughs> Pierce loves you. Looks like one. Yeah. Well, well known fact of this podcast that Pierce loves UNC. <laughs> Big fan. Love all our coastal rivals. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, uh, that, that hokey UNC game, as we said last week, it was so, you know, classic meteor matchup where you just don't want either of the teams to do well. <laughs> but UNC blowing their chance to not blow <laughs> all the preseason hype. Um, was very funny and very enjoyable. It's all not the happy hokies to Blacksburg, not as one. not as amusing to me, you know. Uh, but shout I out it's not super often that you see Carolina a player with so much Heisman hype that like completely like leaves a game without any. I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, how wasn't a all good his player. Fault. Yeah, it wasn't that, all his fault. Yeah. That's not what I mean. But the way yeah. that, especially when you have players like Spencer Rattler and. um you know, yeah. a couple of the other guys. Well, now it's going to hurt that hype yeah. that he he can't get anything going. Uh, Virginia Tech's defense might might be legit. Might be able, <laughs> have a lot to do with that as well too. Yeah, but well, we have a Jacob Rodriguez. Anyhow, so. well, <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, well, we have four Come quarterbacks to run the ball with. So 
you'll never know um never know let's let's hand out our stars for this william mary and talk a little illinois um i know we could go on and on and on but uh uh zach you get to go first man you get to pick your star of the game for the victory yeah. over the tribe I, i'll just i'll go easy i'll keep it simple i'll just say brennan i just think he he was in control he um, obviously early there was some some jitters some whatnot, but he found his groove. He did what needed to be done. I think you have to be happy with his stat line: twenty one for thirty one, three thirty nine, passing yards, two passing touchdowns, um, and then two rushing touchdowns as well. So I mean, I, yeah. I just think you got to be happy um, if you take the whole game in context and and just say you know we'll see we you know what next week brings. Um, but you know I feel good about Brennan and, and he's the most player for he's the most important football player on this team. Um, you know, he's not a football player, but anyway, um, <laughs> not and, and on so, the depth chart, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, got myself caught up there, but uh, you know, I'm happy with Brennan. I think he looked good. I think, uh, you know, only really good things to say if he hits a couple um, early, some of those early throws and a couple of guys don't drop a couple of passes, his stat line looks even better for sure. Um, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm good with Brennan. That, that's, that's my star. The ACC co quarterback of the week. <laughs> Brennan Armstrong, a good choice. Um, Caroline, you get to go first. I know who you're taking. Um, do you want to say at the same time? Ray, one, two, three. Nick Jackson. Nick Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I almost was like, I was going to. You were going to pick someone else. Just. I was going to um, say, like, is it too early in the season to pick the punter? Is my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he looked great. <laughs> Actually, I'm not even being sarcastic. You know, no, he the did. First, I remember a like a cannon. Yeah, there were two <laughs> average 45 yards per. So that's good. You know, I had one over 50. Um, now, I mean, yes. Okay, fine. It's very easy to predict. You know, I like going with it's a good gritty, one to pick gritty defenders. And Nick Jackson is a guy that has had a lot of attention on him in the preseason. He's filling in in a spot that has a ton of attention with departures, you know, especially like Zane Sandier and Charles Snowden. Um, and he just he lived up to exactly what I think the coaches wanted from him in this first game. He had 12 mm -hmm. total tackles, um, two quarterback hurries. Um, they only had one sack. And I, in talking to coach Howell yesterday, he made, he, the way he said it was great. He said, uh, God, what was the word he used? Um, sacks are a vanity stat, which I thought oh. was such an interesting, like, he's like, yeah, obviously we want to sack the quarterback, but what's the score? Like, you know, you might have, you know, that's a real football guy answer. Yeah, right. Like, he's like, you might have six sacks, but if you're losing by 10, like, great, good job, I guess, you know. So he's like, yeah, sure. we obviously want to do those things, but um, so that, you know, they got to, um, they got to the quarterback a little bit, but just, he just seemed like he was always in the right. I mean, William and Mary had two scoring opportunities, right? One, they personal fouled themselves out of <laughs> field goal distance and missed it. <laughs> Um, and the second was blocked. Shout so out Mike London. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you guys know there's a cop. Did you, wait, what? <laughs> That's my favorite. Um, but if you can hold any team, especially like I just think to have to 43, nothing, a team um, is great. Especially when you look around the ACC and see what some other schools Georgia Tech did, um, you know, that's and I think the defense stood up. They, I thought the secondary looked OK. They did pretty well. Yeah. Not too bad um and just overall defensive performance was solid and i think especially considering that was a spot that there were some the most concerns um coming into the season i think nick jackson is the face of that defense this year yeah for sure he's going to be critical i mean yeah, more critical than blunt i would say uh despite you know the linebacker death being probably better than the secondary i think jackson's shown um 
he it's going to revolve around him um which makes sense <laughs> it always does right uh, around that uh middle linebacker spot so um i for my star i'm gonna go with uh Dontavian. um you know you lead the team in uh in receiving yards after uh missing a year to injury you uh you get my star because I can't take the quarterback or Nick Jackson. So Dontavian Wicks, uh, you know, I like this uh, Louisiana recruiting foothold that, yep. that we've tried to take as a coaching staff here. Shout out to coach Brumfield there. And Wicks just looks like a player. I know that, you know, we thought that pre-injury that, that, that he was going to be that dude in this receiving core. And he looks, he, he just looks like a guy who's going to be able to compete um, across, you know, uh, top level ACC, whatever that means these days type of, <laughs> type of uh, uh, players. So um, shout out to, to him and his four catches and 94 yards. I might go honorable uh, mention Billy Kemp, my guy. coming. Right, I almost went with Kemp because yeah. he's, he's fun to watch. He had that one almost fumble on the return thank god for that elbow get that down um but i thought he was solid on the returns and made a couple of those like i'm here first down yeah. catches <laughs> so he like definitely his- seems to play that safety net role and yeah. you know maybe some of that speaks to woods not getting the targets or, or catches is is you know, Kemp sort of fills that that role that we see a lot of tight ends fill for quarterbacks. Um, yeah, that's true. And they have a more established relationship, too. Yeah. Like, they're, he knows you know, that. they're going to get Woods involved, though. Obviously. Oh, 100%. So, yeah. it, Woods is also clearly going to get more attention, yeah. like defensively. He's going sure. to get way more attention than Billy Kemp, who's maybe maybe taller than Kihei Clark. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, preview the Illinois game coming up uh, 11 o'clock in the morning uh, Saturday <laughs> yeah. at Scott yeah. Stadium. Um, so, you know, Zach has a short commute over, over to Scott Stadium, so he'll, <laughs> will, he'll make yeah. it in time. But uh, the, the line, I like we said, beat Nebraska, but no one knows what that means. And sure <laughs> yep. enough, they came out and lost to the Roadrunners of uh, UT San Antonio. So, you know, it, they, they put up some points still. It, it, clearly, they are not a, a strong defensive team. I think that's going to obviously work very well for Virginia. Uh, I, I, I think we all predicted a pretty comfortable win. There wasn't a lot of reason other than cynicism, which is valid in its own right. <laughs> but I think even more so, um, this is one. Uh, Carolyn, future future betting site uh lead what, what's the spread um uh, for the who's in the Illini? oh gosh put me on the spot I that means how many 10 <laughs> no i know i, yeah, I, I know. think it was it 10 it's it's 10 i was yeah. curious did it get up to the double digits because you know i yes. think people are yeah, gonna so hammer. Last time I saw it, it was 10 i was trying to find you like a they're gonna hammer the who's um, um for good reason utsa that was their first big 10 win not not the thing All that right. you want to do if you're um, you know, give up Illinois. that first big ten. Like, yeah. No, not at all. <laughs> you don't want to be in the, the weak spot. But what I would want to talk about is, you know, it, it it's got to be to some degree a step up in opponent, and even if it isn't, it it is. Come on, it is. Yeah. Oh, it but is. even if it's minimal, um, what are we looking for 
and we covered a lot of this with like maybe some more specific direction for the offense. So maybe something more specific to a player or a decision and not a general thing like, uh, you know, a, a more concrete identity on offense or something like that. What, what's something specific that you're looking for? Um, Caroline, we'll, we'll start with you. I want to see what the pass defense looks like. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> because in yeah. look, it's, um, Illinois actually had like they were like I think 150 yards rushing and 265 in the air so like it's not super but all three of their touchdowns came I think it was they had three passing um, yeah three passing touchdowns um, like those and I guess then three field goals nice job Illinois um, <laughs> that's going to be the thing like nice job losing <laughs> <laughs> good job kicker good job um that's going to be the piece where it's this is you're absolutely right this is a step up in every facet so the defense is going to have to figure out like okay you know they're going to face a quarterback that can move a little bit um they've got strong rushers with reggie love like but they also have guys that you that they can make stuff happen um they had three guys with receptions over 25 yards Mm -hmm. like a 25 yard reception whatever so they can have those big play moments they also had four rushers that had at least a 15 yard rush or close to at 14 for the quarterback so they have to be able to like i want to see the defense step up like in those like what are they going to look like when it's not an fcs team where you have a little bit more leeway so that's going to be and then on the other side of the ball you better put up like honestly Virginia should put up a lot of points in this team like a lot yeah I mean this is a game where if they come out and and only you know late in the quarter kick a field goal like or we're gonna be going oh god (laughs) until they inevitably do find their comfort zone and and hopefully score enough points but that even if that happens that's going to be disturbing as a trend because they got UNC the next game, right? Like they, yeah. they, you know. And we also saw that a lot last year, the slow starts. Yes, for sure. So, Zach, uh, sorry if we stole a, a whole bunch of answers <laughs> rattling things stuff. off there, but what's, so, what's special something? teams? It's all you, yeah, Zach. Right. Punting. <laughs> he wants to see more than two puns, but <laughs> wait, no, <laughs> no, that's bad. <laughs> it's bad. Wait a minute. <laughs> <All right. laughs> um, well, I mean, just you know, UTSA had 217 yards rushing against this team with, uh, I believe, 184 of those yards coming from running backs. Um, so they none with the running backs, <laughs> did they? Huh. Something that somebody does. <laughs> um, so not saying let's, like, just run. I mean, they had 50 rushes uh, to 32 passes. I'm not saying let's do that ratio, but um, let's feed our guys and let's let the, the big men up front do their thing. Um I'm fine with some QB trickery. I'm happy about it. I wrote an article about it and I'm excited <laughs> about some of the ideas that, you know, that, that are played around with, but like, you know, we should be able to, to run the ball better than UTSA against this team when they ran for 217 yards on 4.3 yards per carry. So I I'm confident that if we can stick to that, or at least do a little bit more of that against this team, the offense will be fine and Brennan will be able to do his thing. Let's just as cliche as it is establish the run a little bit, um, and just get ourselves some easy yards and get ourselves going early in the first quarter, take the pressure off Brennan to make throws and the receivers to make big plays early on and just do what comes easiest. Sounds about right. I think I'll continue the theme of 
you know, things we've already discussed uh, uh, going into the season. And I'm, I'm going to say I want some more uh, sacks. I want some more vanity stats uh, for, you know, and I know William and Mary's QB pretty mobile guy. They did get, uh, let's see, five hurries on him, and they did get seven tackles for loss. Uh, but only one sack. First play of the game, too. Uh, Illinois. <laughs> yeah, Had to be reviewed. Yeah. Yeah. Illinois uh, got, you know, a, a big Rutgers transfer at quarterback. So let's go eat his lunch. You know, <laughs> like Arthur, let's. Arthur. Arthur. Kowski. Let's let's get at him. Um, you know, that's going to make it hard to, to make those big pass plays happen if you uh, don't give them that much time. time. So, I agree. That's you know, I, that's what I'm looking for, because I think. It is, regardless of, of how you feel about Illinois, um, this is a Big Ten offensive line. You know, this, this is yeah, a, a, a stiffer so, challenge yeah. there. So yeah. uh, it'll be good to see if there's positive uh, play from this that regard. This will be a trenches game. This is one of those, for the grinders out there, this be played in the trenches. Like, this is the big boys eat. We, like, what are all the things that people say? We don't play so. in the trenches. We we, we we whoopsie doozle all up and down the field <laughs> with our our whoopsie trapeze quarterbacks yeah oh my gosh if they Make like that actually like flip yeah <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they have like do one of the things where they have someone flip upside down then pass and do like one of the tv show football things where it's like oh they're distracting the other team with a song <laughs> <laughs> he pretended to faint is that glee i don't actually <laughs> so, yeah that might have been anyway what is it ted right. lasso where he uses a right, football right, player for right. so use a soccer play fake fall down for, oh wait no that's what uh, Florida did, the orange ball whoa uh call back all right all right <laughs> we're gonna have to put references to everything <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember Links. this one Foot, thing that footnotes <laughs> all right well let's get to caroline's special time <laughs> <laughs> It's a one, a once ever occurring segment segment uh, on on the show, but you know it's been years, years of doing this, yeah, years and years. So, as a goodbye for now, which mm. is not a very long goodbye, we're gonna let Darns hand out her three stars, <laughs> open ended. Oh, this is so. This stressful. is just like <laughs> stars that have to be somewhat related to this podcast or the sports we talk about open-ended stars and take as much time as you need oh wow okay well everyone sit down have a nice time um <laughs> my limited to three am i allowed no caroline's special time um, well i'm thinking like i i've <laughs> i've been reflecting back on like we're gonna work on this title but we're yeah. never coming back to <laughs> we're never coming back to this segment so uh, I well i started officially like the first stuff i wrote was in like 2013 so i've been doing this for, you know writing for the blog for a while um and i was thinking about it i think and this is like so I should know this number. I think I've covered in person three national championships. So that gets a star. So I've, I was at the 2019 men's right. basketball championship. I don't know if you remember, but they won that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was kind of young when that happened. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so that was like, I think back to the, that entire run, like the, you know, elite eight sweet 16 which that or it's hard game. to believe that was the last ncaa tournament that we've had i know right that's the only one that's existed since yeah. then and they shut it all down oh, COVID. Shame. but you Ugh. know fond memories at the end of it um <laughs> but being able to 
like there's definitely such a because when you know when i started we didn't have a press pass we weren't credentialed um and so no one believed on that, in us no one believed in us <laughs> <laughs> all the haters shout out to the haters started yeah. from the bottom now we hear yeah where's tape where's tape you do have haters. a message for the haters <laughs> yeah um, just blogs but- <laughs> are real <laughs> It just goes like I think about that moment, you know, and stuff like where we're trying to get credential to walking into um, Mm -hmm. U.S. Bank and having a placard that says like, you know, Caroline Darney streaking the lawn at like, I don't know who messed this up and who put me at midcourt, but thank you. Bless you for your like forever. (laughs) But just kind of like thinking about like, oh, man, this is so cool. And uh, they were like streaking the lawn. What the hell is that? That's awesome. They get the crazy. Like like, whatever (laughs) that is. Finally paid off. Where's the flip side when I'm talking I'm to for like, it? Yeah, God, there was a Kyle guy in London Perantes. Would they be on the same team ever? One year, yeah, yeah one year. Um, and at when you get to like the ACC tournament and simply tournament, they make you say your outlet. And mm. I was like, God damn it, Brian. So I, the independence, yeah, it's just streaking the lawn. Yeah, Trent Krim, independence. Um, and I go streaking the lawn, and London laughs. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> 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 I'm like, ah, eh, well, that's fair. Like, um, listen, London, blogs are real. Yeah, blogs are real, London. <laughs> um, I got to like blogs are you know, people too. Yeah, blogs are people too. Blogs are media too. Um, the I think I've seen. So yeah, definitely the lacrosse national championships each get a star. Um, those were super fun, and so I think I lost like five years off my life in the 2019 uh, run. I was not at the Maryland game, thankfully probably better for everyone um <laughs> but the the duke and uh in yale games yeah, game. yeah. duke game i almost broke my ankle in the press box those carpeted stairs man it's dangerous K- kicking something <laughs> oh i thought no. you were like <laughs> it was either celebrating and jumping up no. or uh, kicking I made, something so I, in anger but no it was just slipping <laughs> yes it was just slipping um and that was fun just to you know clinton yates was there we had a grand old time covering lacrosse and then uh um, obviously this year the finals were that was probably one of the best games I've ever seen live um, and so that was such a um, joy uh, I think I've seen I've covered three ACC championships two basketball one lacrosse there's like a theme here apparently only teams I've been to you only care about titles yeah only no um, <laughs> I'm trying to do some other I'm like wow we tried um, to, to send you to the olympics but yeah COVID, you know. <laughs> but that's okay i got to, i've interviewed uh olympic medalists now so shout out to the blog for that all right um, maybe i get to oh i'm gonna ask you some some darn hot seat questions okay and i'm making these up off the top of my head because <laughs> i did not prepare for this whatsoever um most amusing coach to to interview or be in a press conference with most amusing coach doesn't have to be a uva coach Ooh, um <laughs> i want to say Bayheim, okay. <laughs> only because um maybe it was just that entire press conference not necessarily mm. when i went to the game at the carrier dome where virginia scored like two points in the first like oh yeah 16 minutes or something but then led at the half by like seven um, it was just like the weirdest game ever. It was, you know, Darion and Anthony Gill. And um, that was like, <laughs> Jeff White asked Tony Bennett a question about when, when Nolte made that first three, did you feel like, oh, okay, we, 
you know, like we're going to be okay. And Tony was so sarcastic in that one. And he was just like, oh yeah, I thought, there we go. We got it. Only down to 11, <laughs> like just real sarcastic and was making jokes about like how he said the defense of like scarecrows. And he was like doing the like scarecrow walking, whatever. Um, so actually I would say for Virginia, it probably, um, Tony Bennett's a good time when he's in, when you get him going, but Lars, I think, uh, Lars Tiffany is one of my favorites to talk to. Um, he always has like a really funny story to tell All <laughs> anyway, right. life advice from Lars. All right. You were coaching a basketball team mm-hmm. and Excellent. you're, you're just, there's a timeout. There's, you know, a second left on the clock. You get all of the players you've covered who play for UVA. Okay. Who's who's taken this last shot for the win? Oh man. Um I'm gonna say cow guy. And I was close between Ty Jerome because I'm thinking um kyle the shots the ones that live in that i'm thinking about like the shot that he made to cut the auburn game to one that was like the most ridiculous and it had shades of the one that ty jerome hit at louisville when they had the dre buzzer beater so look dre's obviously in the top three as well listen we could rattle off a bunch (laughs) of days (laughs) i'm gonna stick with with kyle um uh, just i think yeah i think that's my I think that's what he's got the moxie for it. Like and he would have made he would have made the three to in the as a buzzer. It was going okay, like, in if he wasn't. It was fouled. going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's my pick. All right, least favorite opposing fan base. Ooh. For any type of reason, personal or just general vibe, ACC or things or they any. tweet any any things they tweet at you. I think I'm gonna stick with Maryland. <laughs> a safe I feel choice. Like that's a State fair, Maryland. yeah. <laughs> if you're going ACC only, I honestly might go NC State. <laughs> and I don't mean like, me? oh, I mean, yeah. when they're in person, like they are the potentially like, and they'll take like this is they'll, they'll all of them that are listening, right? They can be the meanest. <laughs> is this your like, mom? They cut, yeah, they cut to the core. Like they're the ones that are like, hey, <laughs> your shirt's ugly. Or like, it's just like nothing super, like they don't feel like out of it's bounds not even on good. things. It's not even but it's just good. like, yeah. it feels so hostile in there. Like where you're just like, oh my God, these people hate us. Like that feel like that's like the. Um, Interesting. But if I'm going completely, ra- the one on Twitter that comes out of nowhere every mm-hmm. time, VCU. Dude, they mm-hmm. show up before those huh. games out of the woodwork and they are just talking trash. And you're like, where did you come from? Yeah. It's well, like they've the, won a lot. So, you know, <laughs> and they get feisty they're undefeated in football. So, they, you feisty. know, they get feisty. They get feisty. Yeah, I'm going to stick. I'm going to stick with Maryland. And a lot of the Twitterverse gets yeah, feisty. Maryland. Um, how, how about this on uh, uh, the ACC road trips? Uh, favorite spot you've been? It could be bar, restaurant, maybe some sightsee. Oh. I don't know what, what it's taking you around, but it's got to be in an ACC town. Like just a favorite spot to go? Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, okay, I got it. So this didn't happen during what you would qualify as ACC play, but That's it's right. an ACC town. Yeah, so okay, that counts. Louisville. Um, there's a breakfast place. <laughs> Oh no, what is it called? I went there, I'm not kidding you, four days in a row. Is it downtown? People, like in that yeah, it's a downtown, it's like the commercial egg, district. Yeah. Uh wild eggs, that's what it's called. And there's All a really right. great little coffee spot right next to it. But um 
yeah i have a couple louisville friends that recommended they're like oh if you need like a breakfast thing or quick like it's just like a little diner feel and it's really good i got the same thing every day um i'm sure the person doing my travel claim was like was this a mistake you said you these it's the same amount four days in a row at the same place is this right i was like yes that's correct all right and yeah, uh, louisville as a whole by the way great all right. last last before you get to hand out any remaining stars last fire question uh what is your walk-up song regulate warren g <laughs> all right yeah i love that song all right good choice all right i'm feeling like um yeah just a few more things that like some of my favorite memories from um one i'm still mad at you guys for doing the podcast with joe harris without me just so never forget listen it's my job and joe <laughs> harris wanted to come on a day you weren't around <laughs> never forget we had a great um, time <laughs> i'm sure you did but not Shout as joey buckets <laughs> um it was super fun that we got to do a bunch of those interviews though for sure um, we've had some really fun guests on and um I think one of my favorite stories still that I've ever written. My mom loves the story too. So, you know, it's gotta be good if your mom loves it. Just kidding. She loves everything. All right. Um, <laughs> I but when, I, <laughs> when I went to um, 2018 game at Duke at Cameron Indoor, oh, yeah. um, drove down there, pick up my press pass, get in there. And uh, I'm looking at the seating <laughs> chart. I'm not on it. And I was like, well, that seems weird. No little plaque um, at midcourt. That's yeah, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> and they were like, "Oh well, you know, we had too many people, so you can just watch it back here." And they had a TV that was like computer monitor size, like you know, duct taped to the wall in this like tiny space. Um, just kidding, it was like hung on the wall, but whatever. Um, and I was like, "Okay, um, I could have done that at home and not driven five hours." Right. Um, why didn't I get any sort of heads up on this so then they were great and helped me like coordinate something and they're like if you come right now we can get you with the Cameron crazies and you can watch the game from there and I was like I texted I remember I texted Paul or I think I slacked the room the slack yeah, room was like can anyone take post game I'm not gonna have my <laughs> not gonna have my laptop right <laughs> and Brian was like what it's <laughs> like uh I'm gonna go sit with the Cameron crazies so I ended I'm up still expensing the gas <laughs> <laughs> just here to have fun now I'm sitting with Obama bye like you know um but it was one of the not only just a great game but just like one of the most unforgettable sports experiences of my life and i actually haven't been back i don't know if i'll go back like i don't i don't need like what else how am i going to top that? i go out like, on top yeah yeah like not just you know and the fans were actually really great and i happened to have like a like light gray dark gray shirt on mm-hmm. and so the people i was standing with um i don't think they didn't know that i was like casually like i, I was rooting for virginia because i wasn't trying to like i wasn't yeah wearing any press stuff anymore it wasn't like you know mm. but i still felt like for the vibes i didn't want to be overly obnoxious whatever yeah. and jack salt made a free throw shocker um but actually that is a shocker but the shocker <laughs> the not shocker being that jack that this salt is what got that, you to uh, right the yes like one of those and the guy oh, next oh goes, you give it a what? fist pump all yes. right <laughs> he goes what and i explained the situation he was like oh, all right but getting to see like Ty hit that shot, like it was just again yeah. like a really great game, really great atmosphere. Um, so that was probably one of my like all time. It's just been really cool that this whole run coincided with, you know, 2013, 14 was the first season I covered um, any Virginia basketball, and that was with under the Daily Progress, but I was still writing for Street Milan. Um, and that all of that has kind of happened as they. Like that to me is the real start of the Tony Bennett yeah. era. Not just because I started covering it, but like because like <laughs> when that's Caroline when got there, they started yeah, exactly. succeeding. It has been um, 
a, a good ride for UVA fans in that yes. timeline for across read, all. So, I mean, you know, really yeah, what I've speaks to tennis. I've written tennis championship yeah. stories, multiple I've little page and Carla Williams just yeah. really, I was, able, I was at Carla taking Williams. another level here. Yeah, yeah. I was at her debut press conference. So I just happened to be at JPJ that day. Um, it's, it's cool to like, look at, you know, again, like, so yeah, I've written about lacrosse championships, basketball championships, tennis championships, women's swimming and diving championships, athletes going to the Olympics, athletes going to the world cup, you know, well, eh. <laughs> <laughs> afraid about Gerald DK. <laughs> um, and so it's just like, it, you know, I got to interview and talk to women's Alfred world Brogdon. cup. Yeah. Women's <laughs> world cup. Absolutely. There you go. See, true. That works. Um, you know, having interviewed guys like Malcolm Brogdon, Joe Harris, who are like, you know, kill and mommy Diakite, like guys that have championships or played in the finals for NBA. Like, I just, it's just really cool to like think about and reminisce on. And I hope everyone's had as much fun as I have because it's been a blast. So, absolutely. <laughs> we will miss you. I think there's roughly 0% chance I would have started uh, podcasting and writing on this blog if you weren't here to yeah. tell me to do it so, also true yeah. you're welcome yeah. you're you're welcome people listening to yeah. <laughs> but uh no we will have you back soon for sure um yeah. maybe maybe you can still rope in some special guests that won't want to talk to me and will only want to talk to you but i can figure out we're gonna send zach out into the world to to recruit <laughs> Some the famous Zach out in the world. <laughs> Actually, oh my here god, for it. yes, oh my god, a thousand Zach percent. out in the world. All right, just, well, at, just more to drunk. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell me about your, your it's 1 30 and I'm at Christian's uh, after bars got out and uh, this is interview some people. <laughs> Zach, out oh in the goodness, oh, well. Man. More to come on that later, but more to come with you too, Caroline, for sure. So not not goodbye for too long, but um, thank you. And I'm sure I speak for all uh, the people who have enjoyed this podcast over the years. Uh, very much thank you there too. So yeah, to those dear listeners, uh, stay tuned to the blog. We got a lot of stuff coming up and, and the podcast will keep chugging along. Don't worry, we will entertain you before we get Caroline back here very soon. I'm sure before... <laughs> literally just a couple weeks probably so until then uh come back next week and we'll be talking about hopefully another win over the illini and uh previewing the 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 big rivalry game against unc coming up there after so until then for everybody at the blog go who's 